Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Word? Uh, the show that's about to find out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Cheval John, and thank you for joining. I'm broadcasting live from the Hilton America's uh, Houston Hotel here in downtown Houston, where just across the street from this place is with the Carrie Underwood concert happening at the Toyota Center, just to give you guys a little uh, plug on what's going on here. And I'm just just let you know that I had the opportunity to chat with the one and only Megan Levu, who is the host of a popular podcast called Get in the Lab, and it, which is a show that 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 shows about the entrepreneur's journey, and also her best-selling uh, book, which she just released earlier this year, called The Video Marketer's Cookbook. Now you're gonna hear how she came up with that uh, idea for that book, and also. Uh, her journey into uh, being a podcaster and a speaker. So without further ado, here's the interview with Megan LeVu. Megan LeVu, welcome to the show. Thank you, Cheval. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. That, awesome. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here on the show. Truly honored. Uh, I'm going to start with an icebreaker, and I'm going to ask this question. Uh, who is your favorite sports team and why? Sports team? Dude, I don't have a phrase. Favorite sports team. I don't watch sports. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's also your favorite sports team. <laughs> I do. I do. But play it, I mean, sports. I used to actually, but then yeah. But uh, I don't spectate sports. That's all. Well, what was what sports did you play beforehand? I played volleyball. I played basketball. I did martial arts. Uh, now I climb. Uh, I did a lot of rough and tumble stuff, and uh, yeah, so I always I was always active. I was always playing sports and never spectating. All right, okay. Well, that's that's really cool. So now I now I'm gonna ask about martial arts a bit because how does that uh, how does martial arts uh, relate to business? Um, I would say the number one thing that I took from martial arts was discipline. So. Uh, say what you mean and do what you say, you know. Um, we were taught in a very mili- militaristic way where, like, to me it's normal. It's like it's very Asian. You get beat if your form is off. <laughs> or they would hit you with a stick, you know what I mean, if, you're, if your fist was up like this. So um, it was very, uh, very disciplined. And I learned from – I started when I was a teenager. I learned that if you, if you say something, then mean it and do it and execute on it and there is nothing else and i uh i also took away from it that the basics um if you can master that first and foremost um then that will always get you through anything and i think that like when you when you establish a good foundation for your business uh that's always gonna see you through the tough times through the lean times um always go back to basics always go back to what works um, you don't always have to be on the next trending thing, like like Blab. I was like, what is Blab? <laughs> and Shavala, you had to show me how this works. And I was like feeling super duper old and out of sync with this world. But like, you know, I'm I'm very much in tune with the basics. I know how to do what I know how to do. So I'm still, I'm still cool with that. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, well, let's, well, of course, so let's, let's chat more now about uh, your, your show you have a you have a show called get in the lab uh case case share with us about uh that show in the lab uh we're in our fourth season right now 
And basically, it's the height of my creativity and self-reflection in that week. It's always like super last minute. I was like, oh, snap, I need to record a show because I need some content to put out there. But then it, I really pushed myself and challenged myself to be as creative as I can be in the moment. And so what it focuses on is the ups and downs and the lessons of running your own business. And, of course, it's a, a lot of interplay of my own personal life and what that does to my business life. They're basically one and the same. They feed off of each other. And so I, I very much am very transparent with who I am and what I'm doing in the back end. And I somehow turn it into my own vision of whatever's going on. So the last episode was about climbing. Um, and I filmed a bunch of B-roll of footage like of us climbing outside and it's our story of that. And I try to wrap up a lesson in there within, uh, within under you know, 15 minutes. And I try to shoot it as creatively as possible. Um, and, yeah, and that goes out probably every other week now. I used to put out shows every day, <laughs> a video podcast wow. every day. Now I'm, I'm more, I guess, seasoned, and I'm not as panicky in my publishing of content. Um, and I, I now only publish when I have something to say, when it's significant, and when people can actually, I feel, think take advantage of that information that I'm putting out there. And I keep it as short as possible. Okay. That's really interesting. That's so, so now of course now, you know, with, you know, being an entrepreneur, uh, what led you to become an entrepreneur? Um, my husband has always been an entrepreneur and he always was hustling for his own money, his own living. And, uh, when I met him in college, I would look at that and go, that's, that's, that's weird. I never heard of that before. I was told to go to college, get a job with benefits, and then do that whole thing. And so when I looked at him, and he told me, um, he told me something that always stuck with me, which is making money is easy. And I said, <laughs> I was like offended. I was like, what? <laughs> Don't you have to work really, really hard and get degrees and all this stuff? And and uh, that really just stuck with me for a while. And then slowly he um, we got to shooting together, shooting weddings. And uh, that became like our thing uh, for a very long time. We shot together. We shot weddings for seven years together. And uh, all the while I was seeing him do his thing and seeing other people like you, Cheval, and like, you know, big, a big influence for me was uh, David Seitman Garland back in the day. And he was doing interviews and stuff like this. And that's how I got started into online, online entrepreneurship. Um, and yeah, so just... Two years ago, no, a year ago, something like that. Um, I lost you, Cheval, but I'm gonna talk anyway. <laughs> a year, uh, like a year ago, I retired from shooting and I took off with my own thing. So, keep chatting, refresh. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I I just did my own thing, and three years ago I started podcasting, and um, um, I just never stopped creating content, and so now I'm kind of here. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I was so scared. I was so scared to do anything and to uh, uh, to push any, you know, push publish on anything. But um, I think everybody goes through that. They go through their own uh, time period of just kind of wavering with their own fear, with their own self doubt. Um, which is fine. It takes as long as it as it needs to take for some people. Um, and that, and I heard that when I started interviewing people, 
And I believe Ms. Melissa Hawks told me that, I think. It takes as long as it needs to take uh, forever, forever you define your ground and your footing in, in this world. So um, I take that to heart and I always remember that. However, however, you know, impatient I'm getting with whatever goal that I set out there, I just say it's going to take as long as it needs to take. But I'm going to do everything that I can, what, you know, in the front end, but um, to just be patient and to trust the process and the journey of what it means to be an entrepreneur because it's just yeah i i understand that definitely agree with you now now of course uh you you actually uh wrote a book uh your very first work called uh the the video cookbook which uh, i'm sorry the video (laughs) marketing cookbook yeah uh, which which uh which actually was a uh, amazon bestseller so can you share with us about uh, what led to the process of writing the book? Writing the book. Okay. Well, um, funnily enough, it was Jared Easley from the podcast movement. He was like, you should write a book. And other people have been telling me, too, you should write a book. And I said, okay, what is that? What, how, how, does it, uh, how do I do that? And so he gave me a really good tip. He said, you know, just create, a, uh, create an outline. If you were in a bar with somebody and you wanted them to take home five ideas about what you do, you know, what would that look like? And he just made it really stupid simple for me. And so I said, okay, it would kind of look like this. I would tell them this stuff. And then um, because of who I am, all right, it's my wheels turning. And and it's really great because I would just expand on that. And so what I thought was going to be, you know, a really short book, it ended up becoming much, much longer. Uh, more than like 20,000 words or something like that. I've never written 20,000 words in my life. <laughs> I was just really surprised. I was like, oh, wow, I have a lot to say about this stuff. And uh, it's basically an outline. You flesh out this outline, right? And you want to make it really clear as to what you want to communicate. And you kind of check back and forth with yourself about that. And then you just write, you know. I think the hardest thing for for writers is just, Kind of unlocking themselves and not feeling like like if that one sentence that they're writing didn't sound right they'll they'll hit backspace a hundred times before it sounds right like just just write just write just unleash yourself and uh, trust that process later on to go back and edit and everything but um, it was really therapeutic to just write I would just hit um, I would play one song and I have it on Spotify I would play one song I put on repeat. It was instrumentals, really like romantic songs, piano music or something. And I would just wake up really early and write before anybody was up. It was quiet. I would just write. And um, since I've been doing video marketing for like three years, I had a lot to say. So it just came out. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting because I mean, it's like you know, you it's like you know, your work experience will will like make it easy for you to write a book and you can get it done quickly. But of course the the hard part is just, you know, getting the editing process through with oh, Yeah. You know, and it never truly got fully, like, professionally edited. And uh, that's the thing with, with self-publishing your own stuff. It's never going to be perfect. You can't catch everything. Even the people that you hire can't catch everything. Because obviously if you're self-publishing, you're, you're most likely on a budget. So that means you're not going to get the best resources. That's just. I mean, I think people expect that in the self-publishing world. There are ways that you can get around that if you have your own capital. 
but obviously I didn't have my own capital, so that's why I did a Kickstarter behind it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we got a Kickstarter to, to help fund the book and make the book a better book. Um, so that's now underway, and I'm really grateful for that. But yeah, that's how you, writing a book is not hard. It's, the, it's all the stuff that kind of goes with it that becomes a little bit more challenging. Because it's easy to sit there and, you know, and write. Nobody's, you know, nobody's looking at you. Nobody's, you don't have to deal with anybody. You don't have to deal with anything. Um, it's everything else that's around the book. All right. Now, now I, of course, now you've uh, spoken at a lot of events, especially a podcast movement last year, which uh, I'm, I can't believe I missed it, you know, so. It's okay. But, uh, it, but, but, yes, but, but of course, you speak on again, podcast movement, but, but you overcame, uh, you know, you know, pub, the fear of public speaking, like, you know, being an introvert, you know, and, you know, please share with us, how do you, like, for us introverts, uh, who know that we have to, you know, to be out there in order to succeed in our business for better. How did you overcome that, uh, that, that uh, fear of public speaking? I don't, I, I never will overcome the fear of public speaking, Shabal. I think I'm always going to be really anxious. I'm always going to hide from it. But at the same time, it's kind of like climbing. So, Climbing, I have a fear of heights, a legitimate fear of heights. I get vertigo if I look down. But I still climb because the reward is so much greater. So that's how I think of it. I acknowledge my fear and I use it to my advantage because if, if, say, if climbing wasn't scary, then I don't think I would do it because I'm not getting the same reward, you know. I think every climber is afraid. They're afraid of the heights. They're afraid of the whatever could happen and all of this stuff that at the same time, the reward outweighs their fear. You know, I don't think you ever get over the fear, but it's there for a reason. Hmm. So if you're, you know, if you're thinking about it that way, now, now public speaking and now writing a book or climbing hundred feet outside is, isn't too bad because now you're thinking about the reward and the reward is, Hmm. whatever whatever it is that you set for yourself, right? So for me personally, whenever I summit this wall, it's this, this uh, kind of journey uh, that I'm taking with myself. You know, there's nobody else up there. Well, there's my partner down there who you know, has me on the line and everything, but it's a journey that I have with myself to keep going and climbing. And it's the same thing with public speaking. It's, it's really just you against yourself. And then when you do it, you're like, wow, that feels really great to connect with people that way. And um, it was so cool to, like, after you speak, people want to talk to you and shake your hand and say nice things most of the time. And so that's, that's, that reward always outweighs the fear, always. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I, now, of course, uh, quickly, uh, how did, you know, how important is social media for anyone who's trying to build a business? I think it's very important. I make all of my sales via Facebook mostly. That's my number one referrer for my business is Facebook. Um, I feel like social, that's your, that's your brand awareness, right? That's how you let people know what your brand is and where you stand. And you remind people on a daily basis of what your brand and business is. And so for social, something I think that is extremely crucial to a business 
it, before it used to be the TV, right? You watch TV, you see an ad, it's a billboard, and now it's accessible to everyone. So, you know, you really got to take advantage of that that real estate there, which is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and all these other platforms like Slack. Um, and then execute on them as well as you can. You, know, you don't need to be on, I, I feel like you don't need to be on everything, but you need to be uh, where you are most effective, right? Okay. Where you are most effective. So um, that's going to take some experimentation with you and your audience. And once you figure that out, you just hit it hard. So once I figured out that most of my views come from Facebook, I just hit it hard on Facebook. I mean, I get a little bit, uh, I have a little bit of a following now on YouTube, but, and it does so-so, so I, so I give so-so effort over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'll spend more investment, like ad spend, for example, on Facebook. Plus, people are more willing to click as, as terms of buying something on Facebook versus Instagram, or for me, for me, versus Instagram, uh, iTunes, or YouTube. So I need to be where I'm most effective. Because I'm running a business, right? So, yeah, social is very important. Okay, and to another question to that is, um, how, why do you think, uh, who do you think is uh, doing social media correctly? I mean, like with engagement, because because they might, because the first thing that you know any business, like you could say, the majority of businesses might be doing is just try and go straight for the cell minute they connect with someone. Mm -hmm. So who do you think is uh doing social media correctly and and who and why should that person follow them? Right. Um Kimanzi Constable does it very well. Jared Easy does it very well. It's a matter of connecting and feeling connected. And um, you know, the the regular names pop up, Gary V. Even though Gary V is who Gary V is, he still makes you feel like he's connecting with you one-on-one -on -one. and i think that's the most important thing no matter how you do it i don't care how you do it whether you're using a tool or a buffer or a hoot suite or whatever like you need to make your audience feel that they're connecting with you personally the moment they feel like i feel like they're connecting with them, your assistant or your va or some shit like that like it feels very disconnected and so i i don't like that personally like if i want to connect with Lewis Howes, I don't want to speak to Lewis Howes' VA, right? That's mm -hmm. such an annoying thing to me. And, like, um, I want to keep that uh, alive and well. When you when you see my brand and you see Get in the Lab, you're going to deal with me. And I want to keep that personal connection. I think that's super important, right? So um, I think those people do it very well. Even though, even though maybe Gary Vee will probably be talking to a VA, <laughs> I think that's kind of sexy. But um, other people that are kind of like on my level would be like um, Amanda Mock or Aaron um, who else? Uh, Jeff Koga, my mentor, um, Marcos Orozco, you know. So people, just like normal people like you and I, when you talk to them, you talk to them. And I think that's important. All right. So, now, uh, since now since you uh, host the show, I give people who are podcasters, broadcasters, television journalists, or the former to ask me a question on the show. So, I'm gonna allow you to ask me a question. Cool. Here. Okay. Um, let me see. What is the one lesson that you've learned so far that you were like, "What the heck? My mind is blown from that information." 
and everybody should know about it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh well there's so many. Um uh, there's so many, huh? Oh that's good. I guess I'm gonna use two lessons okay. that I've learned. Uh one is from uh Tamara McClary, uh which I was uh, in her uh in her Maverick coaching program. She basically uh, showed me that uh that uh it was it was a group coaching program that Tamara McClary run. Uh she basically said said that, you know, what like, you know, since I work at a coffee shop while I'm building my business is that I'm like making the customers feel, you know, solving their problems basically. And she said that she she feels that you know I was there for the right reason, you know, at the right time to make the customers feel welcome, you know. So and so that really changed my perspective on why I'm uh, working at the coffee shop right now, you know, to you know to build my business and like I'm making the customers feel good about themselves. And then the second lesson is uh, from, you know, I'm now recently and now on uh, Snapchat even more now. Uh, because uh, because here's the thing. Even be- beforehand, I was seeing a lot about how, you know, how Snapchat works and everything. And I, hear, I see a lot of uh, influencers, great people that I know, well, great people I interact with on a daily basis on tw- on uh, social media. You know, talk about Snapchat. And at times I felt annoyed. Think- I'm not annoyed by them. I was just thinking, you know, Snapchat is not for me or whatever is that. But then, but then, uh, but then, you know, by the time the show comes out, there'll be a couple months, but probably a couple months. But, but uh, on it, but when uh, Christy Guillotine, uh, she basically started chat snaps, a Twitter chat called Chat Snaps. That was when I just decided, okay, I'm gonna give this a try again. And since then, I've been uh, now I'm like all over Snapchat. I just like you know, you know, be understanding this little by little about Snapchat, and I'm. I'm liking it a lot. So, so those, so those two have have really showed me a lot about like you know being patient mm. and really just enjoying the moment uh, for the better. Ah, yeah, that's very true. Enjoying the moment. Yeah. Well said, man. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, well, uh, three more questions uh, before. Uh, if you had the opportunity to spend well to spend one day with someone and actually interview them on your show, if you do turn into an interview show at times, mm-hmm. uh, who would that person be? A past or present too? Oh, let's see. Interview show. Uh, I think I would like to interview um, maybe my mom or my dad. Okay. I think that would be kind of fun because um, I've seen like, uh, I mean, I grew up typically Asian, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. But it just I wasn't I wasn't happy very much, and so uh, I started to change and I started to experiment all these things and stuff like this. And um, through through it all, my parents have been very uh, understanding. Um, strict but understanding and so I would love to like sit down with them and if, if possible like maybe they wouldn't know it was me or something but then like interview them or something and I would just like to hear their honest their honest thoughts on some things that would be kind of cool all right yeah now uh, that's awesome <laughs> so so where can people find out more about uh your book uh 
the video marketing cookbook and also uh, your show, Get in the Lab. Yeah, you can go to uh, getinthelab.me for all the stuff that I'm involved in right now. That's my main site. And then you can learn more about the book um, on that site as well, but I I also have its own own site. It's just thevideomarketerscookbook.com. All right. Awesome. Well, Megan, Levu, I want to say thank you for taking the time on your busy schedule to be here on What's the Word. I'm truly honored. Uh, do you have any final words for our audience? Um, we sometimes take time. Cool. I want to give a shout-out to Tamicia. Thanks for uh, tuning in and being in the chat. That's the key. Them not really knowing it's you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would love to do that. Just like, you know, it's like interrogation style. and They could just be free. <laughs> I want to know all these things about them because they never want to tell me. I feel like, you know, parents are parents. They want to protect you from everything. Um, but I would just love to, to do that. That would be so fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Megan LeVu. Uh She is really awesome. And I hope that you will check out her website, www.getintolab.me. And also check out her video uh, series and also her book, uh, the the book uh, the 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 video marketers cookbook uh, which is currently on Amazon as well so check it out and if you are in in Chicago uh, you know in July from July six to eight you know for podcast movement you should you should uh, check, come by to check it out and hear her speak because I can guarantee you you're gonna learn a lot from her as well which I am going to be be at her presentation this time. When I'm in Chicago for the podcast movement conference uh, in you know in July, so check it out as well. Well, everyone, just to let you guys know, this episode was the 240th episode of What's the Word, which is really awesome. And you know, and also if you can, if and another thing to know that you know for you guys is that now this show is on Google Play Music, so. You can go on to Google Play Music, uh, you know, to check out this show, What's the Word, to listen to this episode and other episodes, and also my media company's website, uh, com, and to check out uh, this, you know, this episode, other episodes, and also also it's on iTunes and Stitcher as well. So uh, please uh, check it out as well. Well, thank you, for everyone, for joining me on What's the Word. Uh, this show is about finding out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Shaval John. Be real and be independent. And I leave you now with uh, Just People by Krista Earl. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you guys next Monday.
little 